Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You came back. From the Crusades, it wasn't that long after that you ended up in the Vietnam War, was it? Wow, that's jumped up a notch, hasn't it? Hello, I'm John Luke Roberts. I'm interviewing Tony Law about his time-travelling exploits. Welcome to the Tony Law Takes. I feel responsible for uh, extending the length of the war. Mm-hmm. I cost a lot of men... Uh, well. Uh, we, we were stuck out in the jungle for a long time, mm-hmm. me and the boys in Company uh, H. Right. <laughs> and um, we killed a water buffalo. Yeah. You know, because we're just like, we we're pretty high on pot, man. Like, what you killing a water buffalo for? We were all southern. Mm. We're from a southern town, and we're, we're in our unit. That's how we talked. And that's how we got through the war, just talking like that. You know, if we didn't talk like that, it wouldn't have been as fun listening to ourselves. Yeah. You know, and it was easier to get away with some did, of the stuff did, we did, so just talking like that. You, you know, going, well, that's okay. You didn't, you didn't mean to kill that villager, so. but you've you done it in the right voice, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then, so, then it's all right when you do it like that. Yeah. And then, so, so what happened was we killed a water buffalo, uh-huh. and what we did is we tanned the leather. We was out there a long time. Mm-hmm. We had a little guy. We called him Stubby. Yeah. He was tiny <laughs> and stubby. Yep. Yeah, like he had his arms and legs, but he had they were they were stuck. He used to hold them like that. Anyway, he's a great soldier. We used to he used to go underneath in, in the tunnels, go find Charlie mm-hmm. and the VC. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, he come up the other side there, and uh, he said, "I found some paint." So we we the leather we we treated from the uh, water buffaloes. Mm-hmm. We painted it uh, silver, it was mm-hmm. silver paint, and we yep. made silver leather flares out of it. And they look good. We all wore them, yeah. and we just looked funky. It was a different time. We used to, uh, you know, dress up our helmets yeah. and whatnot. But the, we used to dress up our helmets and just think we don't even want to be it. But not the best. We got leather. Not the best. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You are you are one step ahead there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we lost a lot of guys that way, yeah. and actually lost their legs. Some of them, a, a great deal of them. One guy's guts came out down through, through. They shot his old. Legs right off. So it's a difficult time. And you were all. Then the next time we went out on patrol, they said, "Look, don't listen to old Tone, because he he gets you wearing le- silver leather flares." Surprising, I didn't get kicked out of the I army. I thought you'd but be that, disciplined in some yeah, way. Yeah, no, but I, we went back in. Yeah. This time we made a sauna. Now that seems like a good idea in the jungle. You know, sweat out all the all the guilt and the shame, and and and, and the longing, because that's what you can do in a good sauna. If you sweat hard enough, you sweat out the longing. Have you ever done that? 
You longing for your love? Ah, you longing you ever been longing for your love? <laughs> and you go to and all you do get to get yourself to a sauna and mm. just just sweat out your longing. Mm. You come out of there going, I can't even remember her name or his. I'm not here to judge. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you sweat it out. Mm. There's lots of stuff you can sweat out. Like you feeling bad from all the stabbing and the killing? Just sweat it out. Pablo Escobar taught me that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And don't do your stash. Like, don't do the product. Oh, yeah. That was another thing he said. It was totally unrelated. Yeah, it's unrelated. Isn't it? uh, I introduced him to velour. <laughs> I could have done more. You know, I feel like I didn't do enough in guiding him away from his murderous tendencies. Mm. You know, I should have done more. I had his ear, and all I did was went, I think he'd look good in velour. And tight little Speedos. He used to wear them when he was racing around on his motorbike in the jungle. I could have done more. I could have talked to him, but I didn't. I just gave him a velour shirt and some Speedos. Anyway, I feel like I digressed on that one. But we were out there in the jungle. With, this time we made a sauna, and uh, we lost a lot of guys on that patrol because they came out of there just way too relaxed. And they're going there, Charlie, on the, pop down on that. I can't remember the name of it. And it fire off some, you know, stuff. I didn't know the science. That wasn't my job. No. And uh, they were just going, oh, man, all right. You know, Still with the towels around there. Towels. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Vietnam, I, I, don't, I, well, I, I don't have any good memories of it. Okay. Well, it's, 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 a, a, good, it's a good time, I think, to jump to. fashionable time. Sweaty, fashionable time. Yep. We realized that our discussion of history had had a human-centric prejudice. So we decided to shift on to sheep. What, the domestication of sheep? That happened on a <laughs> that happened on a on a Thursday. It was about thirty-two thousand. No, it was twenty-nine, eighteen thousand years ago. Yeah. And uh, and I, I was uh, I was uh, before then sheep. We just like it. if the one fell in front of you in a ravine, you'd eat it. You know. And it, it, loads of guys were, were all. How I often, don't know why I'm doing this. How often did that? How often did that happen? Loads, because yeah. there are tons of them. They were dumb, and right. they would fall into a ravine. And we go, well, we might as well eat it. You know, and uh, and then one guy just went, "Hey, we can wear them too." And at first they were heavy because we didn't know to gut them and eat them first. We just <laughs> wore the whole sheet, and it was stinky and yeah, wet, and it would rot and yeah. stuff like that. And we didn't have a lot of, well, you know, germs really got to us at that time. And, uh, and I remember we we were the, some of the first humans into Europe, my, my tribe. And uh, which tribe was that? Well, we didn't have names back okay. then. We had, didn't even have words. I liked that time, you know. I was the smartest of my bunch, by far. Mm. And uh, we met the, the, the Neanderthals. Yeah. Great guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good looking, too. Mm -hmm. we, br we bred with them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. We were the first one. We bred with the Neanderthals. A lot of the other human beings, they were too snobby about them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't, they didn't want to, they didn't like their species. You know, love calls, love calls. Yeah. So we made it with, Neanderthals. Real horny, real young. Real. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They were horny. Tell you what. But their gestation period was just that little bit too long. That's true. Ten months for a baby. Really? That's no way to populate the world. The Neanderthal died out simply on a pace issue. No, we, we killed a lot of them. Oh, okay. Killed a whole bunch of them okay. and made it with them. We just sort of, we, we, they just didn't keep up. But our children, who were a hybrid, they did fine. Mm -hmm. You'll find them all over the place, people with hairy chests. Mm -hmm. so it was a good time. <laughs> when you had a tooth to get pulled out, though, you tie a string around it, 
He used to chuck it off into a ravine. Mm -hmm. What was this string made from? Uh, vines. Okay. <laughs> the thread. Yeah. In a vine. A little bit of a vine. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Try to catch me out there. I was a little. You couldn't. No. Um, yeah. So we made it with them. Anyway, what happened was the lead sheep, because there was a leader of all the sheep. What was his name? Uh, Daryl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny that your tribe didn't have a name, but the sheep. The sheep, they had names. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, we did have a name, but I don't remember it. Oh, Something okay, like right. Okay. Kata. And uh, Daryl was the head uh, of all the sheep yeah. in that part of Europe. Daryl. And Daryl just came up, and I, I had a meeting. He said, can I, can I have a word with you? And I said, all right. And I said, well, guys, stay back here. And they're going, talk sheep. What? Why talk sheep? Because people were uh, very conservative at that time. You <laughs> think you that just, the you right... You were just mating and killing Neanderthal. <laughs> You're very conservative. Okay. So I went out there. It's more far right. I talked to Daryl, and yeah. Daryl said, look, here's the deal. Hmm. We were finding the wild terrifying. Because they were getting eaten up by all sorts of saber-toothed tigers, saber-toothed lions, all big toothy creatures. <laughs> there, there was a saber-toothed beaver, which that's a... Get your head around that. Big old beavers with two sets of different teeth for two different jobs. One was for chopping wood, and the other one was for eating sheep, dumb sheep, <laughs> who strayed in front of them. There was saber tooth everything. See, you think of it, saber tooth. Uh, saber tooth dogs? Yep, well, they were just called uh, wool, wool, saber tooth wolves. Okay. We hadn't domesticated dog yet. Otters? Don't even get me started. I have nightmares about otters. Yeah, because they're ornery now. Mm. You want them when they're safe. Anyway, Mice. so I said to Daryl, he said, look, we're getting eaten up all the time. They were getting eaten up all, all the time. Mm. Even by like, uh, they'd be walking down by the water, and a whale would just grab one. So he Which said, he said well, if you, we'll come and live with you guys mm -hmm. if you take care of us, mm. and you could shave us, mm. make clothes out of it. And I was going, you got to stop this too. Mm. And I thought, that's a good, that's good of them. So I, I wrote it down. This is long before the Aramaic language or any language was written down. But so the invented language is what you're saying. Well, they forgot about it right away after. Okay. <laughs> but it, it was handy for the domestication of sheep. And I wrote down, so what did it was, so they, they lived with us and all we did was look after them and they, they grazed and pooped out lots of seeds and that was, they were very handy. And then when they got old, we slaughtered them and ate them as per. Were they on board with that? Yeah, well, that, he came to me. Daryl was the leader of the sheep. He but came he, along and he yeah. said, look, so we protect them. And then their, their population got bigger and bigger and bigger. Did he say protect us for a while and then slaughter us and eat us? Yep. Oh, okay. That was Daryl. That was his logic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've been, been with us ever since. Oh, yeah. yeah. Domestication of sheep right there in a nutshell. <laughs> and I'm, I'm stuck inside of this voice. Have you noticed that? I've really. <laughs> I haven't. I've been inside this voice for a long time now. It's not, it's not, not working. Yeah. I think I'll it's tell you quite. what. Well, um, and you started. You put that on about forty-five minutes ago. Feels like now. <laughs> but in the Vietnam War, I put that on Vietnam. That War. wasn't your actual voice, but you mm, put it on. Mm, we had. To, I had to do it to fit in with the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the platoon I was with. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a point of historical record that no sheep has ever been king of Macedonia, unlike Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. Oh, boy. You spent some time with him, didn't you? Yeah. Did you teach him any sports? Uh, yeah, to, uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. American football. Yeah. Taught him how to that, uh, do that, and he always wanted to be quarterback. Typical of him. Mm. He would take your ideas, make them his own. Mm-hmm. But I guess it stuck with him. Uh, I shaved his legs for him. <laughs> yeah, that was a different time. You know, men, were, we didn't mind. Like I, I, I'd be like, Luke, I'm going to shave your legs for you. And you go, well, all right then. It took you long enough. Right. Depilate, pull out each hair individually. Because it wasn't shaving, you'd actually just pull them yeah, out. Yeah, with, with all sorts of devices. Right. We'd shave some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was a, it was a magical time. Mm-hmm. Of de- a lot of pubes, though. Yeah. We never trimmed our pubes. Just left them. Just the legs. Right. You got up to the pubic area, just left a bush. So you know we were advanced, but not that advanced. Mm-hmm. It was like the 1970s in a pube in the pube way. So <laughs> you um, think my hat's too hot. I'm losing a lot of heat. Yeah, yeah, I'm staring right through you right now. I think at is the word. I need to stop the voice. Um. (laughs) I need to stop the voice. I can't do it no more. That's better. That's better. I said to him, I said, I'm not done your left leg. You can't go out leading army with Harry. Harry. Left leg. The left was the left. Left leg looks stupid. The left was American or Canadian. Left. Left leg. Okay, that's transatlantic. Left <laughs> leg. Uh, he couldn't so command respect with one hairy, one hairless leg. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, I love being with uh, with Alexander, mm-hmm. but he named too many cities after himself. Alexander this, Alexander that, every village. Oh, I wonder what we're going to call it. Are we going to call it Tonyville? No, Alexander Town. Uh, Alexandria. Or Alexander's town. <laughs> it surprises me. Do you feel that because you were so abrasive to Alexander the Great that oh. the, the, he, uh. he grew in respect towards you because Oh, of I know. <laughs> but, uh, the thing he liked about me is I was, I was 25. <laughs> I was 25. <laughs> and uh, I was big because mm. I was from future. Yeah. Right? And although he had a very healthy diet on herbs... <laughs> and, and and vegetables and that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that he was he wasn't too small himself. His dad Philip Philip <laughs> Philip of Macedon. <laughs> yeah, hey, he was a big lad. Mm. Oh, he was a big lad. Mm. Anyway, but I was bigger, 
And he liked that about me, and he liked it because I was blonde, and he liked it because I was horny all the time. <laughs> and I gave him loads of sex. That had stayed over. Yeah, and I, I'm not even that. gay. <laughs> but it was a different time, and everybody gave it a go. <laughs> there was no shame in going gay for a while. We didn't even call it. There was no name for it. It was just love. <laughs> if you love someone, you, you either get down to it <laughs> or not. As long as it's, you know, <laughs> consensual, yes, do yeah. what you like. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, Alexander, though, he had a lovely bottom. Maybe that, <laughs> maybe that was why I was shaving his legs. Does that make me homophobic? Um, it's very sorry, hard to on. concentrate in a voice you you're can't homo- do. You're homophobic because you, you were attracted to Alexander the Great. I was bottom. making his legs look like a lady's. Well, not much, like, I mean, just. Not much because I could feel his balls around the side. <laughs> and a lovely set of balls. But like I said, you couldn't really get a good gander at them because of the pubes. <laughs> a massive amount of pubes. In them days, people just thought pubes, that was an idea of like how, you know, like now, look at that beard. In them days, it was like, look at the pubes on that. Because it was a sign that you'd survived childbirth. Childhood. <laughs> people died young then. Right. And if you, the, the bigger your pubes, like, you know, like a 64-year-old man, his yeah. balls. Yeah. Saggy. Okay. Then you go, well, they, they, there's a, a legend. Mm. There's a guy who's lived. So, so it's you know just, when you go to the pool, you know you shouldn't look, but you do. You go, look at that old man's balls sagging like that. That guy's been around. In them days, that's how you judged a man. By, for for, for his wisdom. Were. Low balls, wise bushy man. pubes, wise man. Right, low balls, bushy pubes, wise man. Correct. Right. Alexander the Great's uh, nickname, The Great. How did that come about? Oh, oh, oh that's funny you asked that. Uh, because uh, we just gave it to him. <laughs> Tony Law, thank you very much. <laughs> um, well, it seems like a good time um, to throw it open to the crowd. There's nobody, nobody, nobody ha- burning issues any period of history. <laughs> any period Tony of history. Tony visited. Such He's been strange. there a lot. When you were doing all the stabbing in the Crusades, yeah. did you have a preferred knife? Ah, oh, well, knife. yeah. Did you have a preferred um, axe. Uh, the Dane, Dane axe. Easy. Every stab. time. It's hard to Love stab. the Dane axe. to stab with an axe. Oh, stabbing. I thought you meant just gashing and slaughter. <laughs> just your general slaughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want a stabbing sword, you never do better than the Gladius. Mm-hmm. That's your best one. <clears throat> if you're holding a shield and you need to get in with a good solid blade, you go with your Gladius. Oh, Oh, yeah. I used to call mine the haymaker. Mm. Yeah, because if we ever broke formation when I was with the Legion, eh, and they were on your own, I just used to wing it around like that. I used to get scared. I won't lie to you. When I left the, 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 the tortoise, you know, and I was on my, I got scared, and I'd, have my, I'd just swing it like, oh, where's the guys, eh? You know, and I, uh, so I named it the haymaker. Mm-hmm. And now, oh, you, the guys used to, I remember... Uh, uh, some of the guys, they used to tease me a lot there. Yep. Atticus was one of my guys. Mm-hmm. And he used to say to me, he'd say, oh, you, you got outside of the tortoise on there and you're whipping your sword around, you ding-dong. For those who don't know what the tortoise Te- is, do you want to mention? Well, we'd hold up our shields on our heads and in front of us and we'd make a tortoise and they oh, yeah. couldn't get it. They didn't know how to figure that out. Yeah. And you had your spear sticking out and then when they got close, you stabbed them with your gladius oh, yeah, yeah. or the haymaker. <laughs> I'd bring it down. Oh, my, You know what I missed about the Legionnaire times? Was the banter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the banter. Sitting out there and you could hear the Germans all yik-yakking over there, the Germanics. Mm. And we would just sit around playing games and 
eating field mice. Mm -hmm. Good times. <laughs> was there much friendly fire when you were haymaking? It There's no like fire at all. No, I know, but would, would you actually, would you get any of your own people by accident? With the haymaker? Yeah. Oh, you betcha. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah I and, 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 and a lot of that happened in the Crusades, actually. Ah, uh, yep. Because the uniforms weren't so, we didn't know. When we were stabbing other Christians, okay. we looked the same. I mean, the oh, we shouldn't have been stabbing them. <laughs> hmm. Any more questions from the audience? Yes. Is there anything you've done which you've really regretted? Oh. You've come back to the present and you realize you've changed everything. Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And uh, I would have to say there should be a lot. Mm -hmm. But I, I just don't feel. No. For anyone else besides myself. It's good that you got there before I drove you there. <laughs> No, I regret being so encouraging to Joseph. I feel Stalin. like Stalin. I, I feel like you're just saying what you think we no, want I to really hear from you. I feel bad about encouraging Stalin. Yeah, it's coming across as more like you're about to sneeze than. Huh. You look I ill, not sad. I, don't know I, why I can see I did you're that. aiming for sad, but you. I don't know why I did that with Stalin. I was such a jerk. <laughs> I, actually, I feel bad about the whales. You, you know see, why you I brought up so quickly there. Oh, did I? Yeah. You I feel bad about the whales because of the lies. The, the orcas? Oh, God, I told them some lies. Oh. Promised them freedom every afternoon. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that, that's how you get them to perform. And they fell for it each time. Yeah. I just don't. What you've done, you got distracted halfway through being sad, and you've turned into a Wookiee. It's a Wookiee impression you're doing. You, you see, you can't even pretend to be sad. But you can't. It's I really not going to be that. That was a really fun feeling. You can't trick oh, people. Thank you, Luke. I just want to thank you for that. Oh, learning. Oh, we do have fun, don't we? Oh, yeah. No, I, of course I do. Yep. Super bad about loads of things. That was the Tony Law Tapes, presented by me, John Luke Roberts, and starring Tony Law. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate and review, as that helps others find out about the show. It was recorded by James Hingley and produced by Ed Morrish. Join us next week for our Edinburgh Fringe audience question special. What was Tony's personal opinion of Richard III? Well, you know what? Um, uh, Richard III didn't know him, so... <laughs> okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.